0: Hi, welcome everyone, and thank you so much for listening to the ReVision LASIK and Cataract Surgery radio show. My name is Paige York, and I am the Director of Development at ReVision. And today I'm joined with Dr. James Schumer, founder and surgeon at ReVision. First, a big thank you to the station for inviting us down to participate in um, this radio show. There's so many things that are exciting to share about what's happening at ReVision. And we wanted to talk today a little bit about what we're doing in this COVID-19 pandemic and how we're able to continue to deliver the best vision solutions to our patients. We also have other non-COVID news that is exciting to share with you about Revision. And so today I wanted to um, first again thank you to the Columbus Radio Group. You guys are doing some amazing things and helping us also share education about COVID and what we're doing at Revision but we're also grateful for all the work you do in serving the community, too. So, Dr. Schumer, I want to talk to you about how has COVID-19 really changed the world we're living in? How has it impacted things?
1: So, really, truly unprecedented, right? Impacting the entire world, and it's impacting every one of us individually in in some form or fashion. And in my 26-plus years of practicing ophthalmology, um, I never dreamed of being shut down for five and a half weeks, uh, which all elective surgery in the state of Ohio was shut down. And so I had to stand in front of our 38 employees and say, you know, we no longer can work. And, and I, I can't tell you when we're going to reopen. That was gut wrenching and unprecedented. Um, but it was important at the time, right? We didn't know how quick this pandemic was going to spread. We didn't know if we had enough uh, personal protective equipment for our frontline healthcare workers. And so to conserve things and to get a handle on things, I think uh, our state, uh, Governor DeWine and Amy Act- Acton, our healthcare care director, uh, did some really positive things early on to try to get a handle on this. You know, I just want to give a, a big shout out and thank you to our frontline hospital workers who are really in the trenches and putting their life literally on the line to help the the, the most sick with COVID. Um, they're doing an incredible job and it's so very, very important. And so we're able to get back up and going uh, now and we are doing elective surgeries now. We have enough protective equipment. And what's interesting is now safety is the new currency, right? Um, people are still afraid of this infection, and they should be, because this is dangerous in certainly a subset of our population. And we're learning, we have so much to learn about COVID-19. I, we will be learning for decades uh, the, the, the impact of this in our population. But what we've done personally and what we've done professionally uh, is really important. Um, safety is the new currency. So, you know, we we have always had incredible policies and procedures in our surgical facilities to protect patients and to protect ourselves as as healthcare workers. And with COVID, we've taken that to the next level, right? And and. Patients need, pe- people need to see, right? We we are doing very important things to help people with their vision. Um, and so being safe is critical. And having patients feel safe when they're in our facility is critical. So we have policies in place to protect everybody. We're protecting ourselves. We're protecting our patients. And so... Uh, coming out and getting health care is important. You can't just stay in your house uh, for the next year mm-hmm. until this goes away or we get a vaccine. Right. Um, so those are very important things to, to understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I can also attest to the fact that, you know, you took some ex- some above and beyond extraordinary steps in helping educate even local doctors and staff teams who you know, just as this was unfolding, it was such an unprecedented time, and you know, I know that there was a, a great amount of appreciation for just your knowledge about the virus and things that um, we can do to keep not just ourselves safe, but our patients safe as well. Um, and, and again, it's a it's an unusual time in our life, and you know, I've I've been at revision myself for 21 years, working alongside Dr. Schumer, and you know. We, it wasn't a huge stretch for us to make the changes that we do because we are a surgery center and we already have to follow so many of these um, protocols in keeping people safe and healthy and well. So it, was, it definitely was a lot to uh, be out and we appreciate how you handled everything too because I can imagine being a business owner, locally owned business owner, that's going to be a challenge sometimes when you not only are trying to care for patients but care for your staff and your team.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, I was worried about everybody uh, during that time, but having five and a half weeks off in the middle of your career is is unprecedented. And I was able to get into the weeds of learning about the this novel coronavirus and and COVID nineteen, and so I was able to share what I what I learned from that from some of the experts uh, nationwide and and worldwide.
0: Definitely, and and I think it's also novel to share. Um, You know, one of the things that I'm involved with at revision is our Revision Gives Back program. And we've actually partnered with uh, the Columbus Radio Group and Red, White and Q. And that was one of our um, recent Revision Gives Back honorees. And, you know, you were committed to continuing to help these nonprofits in need during this shutdown. And that that is commendable. And we thank you for that. So That's just a little side note, but, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about some of the specific things we're doing in the office to keep our patients safe. Because I know in answering phone calls or talking to people, they're concerned, you know, is this the right time to leave my house? Is this, you know, should I, shouldn't I? And there's so much mixed information out there. So I know you shared, you know, safety is the new currency, and that is 100% true and on point. Um what are some things that we're doing in our office that you can share that m- m- help make you feel at ease doing surgery on patients
1: Sure so we're screening every individual patient and staff member every day right when you come into our facility you you can't be sick mm-hmm. you you can't have a fever you can't have signs or symptoms of COVID-19 So we're doing that verbal screening and and most places are or if they're, they they should be and we're checking temperatures right and uh, you can have COVID nineteen and not have a fever, but we we want to document and make sure that you don't. Um, wearing a mask, we have learned now over the last five months of this that wearing a mask is critical. Wearing a mask not only protects yourself, but it protects those around you. And if you look worldwide at where this pandemic is being controlled the best, masks are at the forefront. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to wearing a mask. I'm a surgeon. I can tell you, it's not comfortable to wear a mask all day no. long. I don't like it. It's not comfortable. When I walk into a grocery store and have to have a mask on, it doesn't feel right. It feels odd and weird. But it is so important right now that we continue to curve the, the upswing of these infections. We will have a vaccine at some point, And it will, it will potentially make this go away. Now we have a lot to learn about the vaccine yet. The first initial, you know, thousands of people that have received the vaccine, the reports are very, very strong and good and safe. But we now have to do it on tens of thousands of people to be sure it's safe for our population. Mm-hmm. But it will come and it, and it will, we will get back to a normalcy. It's just a matter of time. So protect yourself. And those are the things, I mean, we're having our patients wear masks. We're asking them to wear masks. And it's only for their protection and our protection. You know, if, if this infection rips through our organization, we have to shut down again. Mm-hmm. And yes. think about that as a business owner. You know, any business owner, you want to protect your employees um, from this. Um, because it, it can prevent you from providing for all those families that you're providing for. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important.
0: Well, I, I can't agree more. It is very difficult to wear a mask, but I know it's doing what it needs to do, which is to help keep us safe, flatten the curve, and uh, help us get to the point where we have a vaccine. So something else that you talked about, and with the difficulty of wearing masks and how no one enjoys it, um, and, and I hear this a lot, people who wear glasses and myself, I'm so grateful I had my LASIK done over 20 years ago by you. And, you know, I don't have that problem of wearing glasses and the fog up. But I'm hearing people call in and ask questions. Have you noticed an uptick with people seeking elective surgery such as LASIK or PRK? Have you noticed that?
1: Absolutely. And and it is, uh, you know, think about contact lens wear and how you have to, you have to literally touch your eye and we're not supposed to be, we're, we're supposed to be minimizing how much we touch our face and reach up to our face. Um, yeah, the mask, uh, you're, you're breathing and the air is going out, you know, through the sides of the mask and it's fogging up your glasses. So it causes frustrations because the vision waxes and wanes because of that. So we do have procedures to eliminate the uh, the need for glasses. So yes, we are seeing people pursue these different procedures because of that.
0: Right. And, you know, I can't speak highly enough about the freedom it's allowed me just in doing the activities that I like to do beyond wearing a mask. That's not one of my favorite ones, but just being outdoors. And when I'm outdoors in the fresh air, it just, it's wonderful to be able to put sunglasses on and just to enjoy that visual freedom. So, um. Yeah, and what have you seen in changes with LASIK over the years? I mean, there's the technology from when I had it done to now. Is there anything new that's come out in the last few years?
1: Well, it's always constantly changing. Um, Software, um, the different laser platforms we have. Um, we now have a laser that creates the flap on mm-hmm. the front of the cornea because LASIK is actually two surgeries. We're creating a flap on the cornea. Mm-hmm. We reflect that flap, and then a second laser does the shape change that corrects nearsightedness, farsightedness, or astigmatism. And so constant change, upgrades, um, and, th- and that's been fun. We've We've invested heavily in technology every step of the way, if there's something out there that's best for patients, we're gonna we're gonna invest in it.
0: Well, that's what makes it very exciting to work alongside with you. You do invest in the technology to help deliver the best patient outcomes possible. So, really, um, it's fun. It's fun to work alongside with you. You get to do some really cool things in helping people see better. So, what are some things you're doing to personally keep yourself healthy and safe and well? You know, there's a lot of things out there. I mean, you're right. We can't just stay at home and lock ourselves in. But what are some things we can do to be proactive about our health care?
1: So when I dove into the experts, and in a time of crisis, we want to listen to the experts, the people that have devoted their entire lives to infectious disease and uh, and, and viruses. Okay, that's that's our pandemic. There's people that have studied this their entire lives. And interesting, back when I was in medical school, we were taught virology, which is the study of viruses, by a husband and wife. And they told us that this was coming. And it wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when. And so here here I am, I, I went to medical school in the 80s, and here we are, 35 years later, and we're in a pandemic. And I think back to that time when they told us that this was going to happen, and so diving into the experts and what are they saying how should we protect ourselves so you want to act you want to act every way not to get this infection right but you also want to act as if you're going to get it you're going you want to protect yourself how do you do that well the pathophysiology how this virus attacks our body is through oxidative damage in it in layman's terms, it's inflammation. So there are things we can take on a daily basis, and many of you do out there, vitamins um, and some supplements. So the one the one of the best antioxidants is vitamin C. So I've I've been taking a gram of vitamin C forever. Now I'm taking four grams a day. So vitamin C is very safe. It doesn't hurt you. It fills up in your bloodstream, and then you just, you just pee it out every day. And so if you, if you saturate yourself with antioxidants safely, you are going to be better protected for if you get this virus. And this has been shown. Uh, they've actually injected vitamin C into the veins of patients in the ICU with, with specific diseases, and they've improved just from that. So wearing a mask is critical. Washing your hands, critical, right? We don't want to get it, but if we get it, we want to be prepared. Vitamin D, most of us in North America, in the northern part of North America, are deficient in vitamin D, and it's a simple blood test you can get to see if you're deficient. If you're deficient in vitamin D, it is a knock against your immune system and how you fight infections like COVID-19. So you want to know, what is your vitamin D level? It's a simple blood test. And take supplements if you, if you need to, and talk to your medical doctor about that. Making sleep a priority, okay? When we get enough sleep, we, we're healthier. We can fight infections better. This has been proven. So getting good rest uh, and prioritizing that, I think, is important. And then, obviously, exercise. Get outside. I don't want to do a lot of things inside with a lot of people because studies are showing that when someone coughs or sneezes, these microparticles that spread COVID hang in the air for up to 20, 30 minutes. And so we're breathing that if we're in the same room with a large amount of people. If you're outside, that doesn't happen. So I will eat at restaurants on the porch, I will eat outside, but. I, I don't like to go inside yet. I'm not ready to do that. And so, but getting outside, I, I love bike riding, you know, getting out, doing things. I love playing golf and walking. Um, so do these things and this will help protect you even if you do get this infection.
0: That's, that's great advice. Thank you. So I know we talked a little bit about how there's been a little bit of uptick with our LASIK procedures, but let's talk about some of our other patient base that we serve, um, more of our um, the baby boomer generation who are, you know, maybe a little bit more vulnerable during this time period of COVID. How are you feeling about them coming in for exams? I know we have remote vision, um, but I also know, should we be encouraging them to come out and see us if they're feeling healthy and well?
1: So, if people don't see well, they get into trouble. And this has been proven in in many, many different uh, ways and studies. So vision is very critical. It's critical to our uh, ability to enjoy life, and it's critical for our ability to be safe in our life. So I can tell you that nobody is going to get sick in our facilities because of the policies and procedures we have in place. So we will ask you to wear a mask. We will take your temperature when you show up. We will ask you if you've had any signs and symptoms of COVID. And um, and that's all in an effort to provide the experience that's necessary during a pandemic. And uh, safety is our new currency. So people can feel safe coming into our facility. We have those policies and procedures in place. Mm-hmm. And so uh, cataract surgery is the number one procedure performed in the United States, and it is wildly successful. And we have technology that people can access that can get you to possibly see better than you've ever seen in your life. And that's super exciting, and we deliver that on a daily basis. Um, so no. People need to be able to access healthcare, and we've set up those policies to allow that.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And I think anyone that's ever had a cataract can attest to the fact that once they've had cataract surgery, their life changes in the fact that things are clearer and brighter and colors are more vibrant. It just changes their world in feeling safer as well as getting around uh, in addition to that. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to having a cataract removed in addition to the vision, but also to their safety as well.
1: Big time. Yes.
0: Yeah. Good. Well, let's talk about some other... In a pandemic, we've had some other really exciting changes, and I know one of them has been the addition of our newest ophthalmologist uh, to our practice, Dr. Thomas Litzinger. And, you know, he's joined our practice as of June this year. He's been a fantastic addition I know myself, I'm just extremely grateful to have him as another team member. Uh, he mimics a lot of the same attributes as you as far as how he likes to practice medicine and his, his kindness to patients and his desire to help people see better. That's, that's, not, that's a unique quality, I think, in surgeons and it makes him a perfect fit for the revision team. I know he's a graduate of the Ohio State medical school, Um, he also went to Duke. He he has just this huge background in his field, not just in being an ophthalmologist, he's a board certified ophthalmologist, he's cornea trained, fellowship trained, and also cataract and refractive in his background too. So he's doing a lot of those uh, procedures just like you. And, you know, I think he looks like one of the best fits for you in, in your career as you're, you know, at, at, at your peak and he's joining up. How is this feeling for you to bring on a new surgeon?
1: Yeah, I can't tell you how uh how excited I am that Thomas Litzinger has has joined us. He he's been practicing in the Columbus area for over ten years, but he was just restricted in his setting. He just he he wasn't able to get access to the technology that he wanted and to be able to spread his wings like he was trained. And he is really well trained. And we, we think alike. We, we treat patients with the same empathy and uh, education-based, um, you know, care. It, it's about understanding what we can do and educating each individual of their options. What are the options for the different lenses or the different procedures that you can have? They are life-changing for the rest of your life. These are big decisions. So he is so well-trained. He, he's a trained cornea specialist, just like I am. So we are experts in the front of the eye. So we both do LASIK and PRK, cataract surgery, and we both do corneal transplants. And so everything in the front of the eye, we can handle. And uh, it, it, it's a real pleasure. He's a great personality. He's got a great bedside manner. And uh, it, is, it is, Paige, the perfect fit for us. It
0: is, I'm very excited to have him as our newest addition to the Revision family. So how about on a personal level, any other new additions to your family?
1: Yeah, so my oldest, uh, Hannah, and her husband, Mickey, they just had their first child, so I am a new grandpa.
0: Very exciting. Yeah,
1: that is uh, four weeks ago, so I have, a, I have a grandson now.
0: That's very cool. So we also have some new renovations in our practice at our Columbus location. So we have two locations, one in Mansfield, one in Columbus. So that's been um, an interesting thing to live through. <laughs>
1: Well, in the middle of a pandemic, we have brought on a new surgeon, and we're doing a complete renovation of our facility. So we have moved into our new space on the second floor at our Polaris location, and it is fabulous. Um, We're spreading out uh, with more square footage than we've ever had, and we're able to integrate our technology in a flow that's best for patients. We're also building another operating room at our facility, so we've got that to look forward to in the coming month or two, and that's just going to increase our uh, efficiency and workflow and uh, be able to deliver the, the type of um, quality procedures that we deliver. Um, it's going to help all around. Super excited about that. Um, yeah, and we're all doing that through a pandemic.
0: That's right. It looks amazing. And if you're interested in coming to check it out, please call us because we are really happy to show it off. I know there's um, talk about doing a virtual tour at some point. That's a little bit of our issue is, you know, with having to do social distancing, we're we're not inviting a lot of extra people into our practice, including drivers for their surgeries or for their appointments. So we are, um, Patients get to see this new lovely space, and once we get past this pandemic, we'll have some open houses to invite the general public into, and it'll be really exciting to show. And you must be really proud. You've worked very hard, and you've really um, added to the Columbus community in in your service offerings. And it's just exciting to watch this grow and see what it's become. Um, you've you've done well. Thank you. Oh, it's <laughs> it's.
1: It's fun to do what we do. It's fun to help people see how critical is that. I think I have the best job in the whole world uh, able to do that.
0: Sure. Well, that's wonderful. Um, So I know we're probably getting near the end, and I wanted to maybe just ask a few additional questions that might be fun for our listeners to hear. Um, You know, first off, anyone that's interested in learning more about revision and who we are, what we do please check out our social media sites or our website, which is revisionize.com. It's a great way to learn more about who we are, what we do, and including some of our Revision Gives Back programs as well. We do a lot of community service and giving back here locally, and I know we've partnered with the Columbus Radio Group. So again, thank you to them for all the work you guys have offered us as well. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about the things that we need to know that everyone wants to know. and. Right now, we can't go to concerts. It's so sad. <laughs> it's one it of those is. things we can't do. But what is your favorite rock band or solo artist?
1: You know, that's a tough one. Um, I am uh, kind of old school classic rock. Uh, that's my favorite. Um, I kind of grew up with that in the 70s. Um, I don't know, Elton John, Bob Seeger. Um, that's just great great the the rolling stones um led zeppelin that i i i can't say who who's the best i mean that those are all just solid solid that's
0: very true and i agree i like all of those bands so um so you know you've been doing surgery here and and practicing for over 26 years here in in this central ohio area um we're going to do three of your must sees and let's start with your must movie
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's hard uh okay this is a little sappy um so the notebook okay and the reason i say that it it is kind of a chick flick but it's my parents that's awesome it was my parents to the t my dad was world war ii vet fell in love with my mom they and that whole story uh, is amazing. Um, it's a good one.
0: Good. Um, things that make you smile.
1: You know having patients come in and they're not sure, they're checking us out, can you really do what you say you do? And they're they're scared, right? they're they're hesitant. They learn about our technology. they we kind of win them over with education and and the confidence that we have and show. And then we get to blow them away on the other end mm-hmm. and get to change their life. Vision. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that's that makes me smile.
0: Well, that's so true. You get to um, change lives through vision. And that's an incredible gift that you have. So thank you so much for listening today. And to learn more about revision and Dr. Schumer and Dr. Litzinger, please visit revisionize.com. And we are uh, appreciative of this offer. And thank you.
1: It was a pleasure.